Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is April 12th, 2021. It is the Raw After Mania, I guess. Technically, it didn't feel like it. Um, Wow. We're going to talk about all that. Of course, we had tons of WrestleMania coverage this week, and today was one of our biggest Fightful Select days ever. We had tons of new subscriptions. I have an exclusive story on a big change to an end of a WrestleMania match. And uh, what was maybe supposed to happen, what got changed, who was responsible for changing it, and some unhappiness surrounding it. Spoiler, it's The Fiend and Randy Orton. So go subscribe there. We also had the creative plans leading into tonight's Raw. Um, I don't know that anything creative happened to Denise, but uh, Denise Salcedo, you have joined me. Here we are. I don't even think creative is like the right word to use. I, You know, sometimes you can be creative about something. And yeah, it may be a miss, but at least you tried. There was a lot of really bad stuff on tonight's show. There was a lot that I really cannot defend. A lot that kind of really irritated me, um, which is very unfortunate because I went into the show thinking, all right, cool. You know, it's Raw After Mania. I'm excited. You know, we saw a lot of great stuff these last couple of days on NXT, on WrestleMania. I mean, there was a lot of stuff that I genuinely, genuinely loved on all of those shows. So it was kind of very unfortunate today to have to sit through Raw and see a lot of things that you're just like, why? Why did this happen? I do not get it. And all I have to say is this. If this show would have been in front of a real audience, real actual living people, the crowd, especially the Raw After Mania crowd, they would have completely, I think, just they would have hated it. Uh, I agree. 
And let me tell you, people in our chat are sounding off about how bad this show was. Please leave a thumbs up if you are watching here. Um, I, I got to plug a couple things. Tuesday night, tomorrow night, Alex Pawlowski, 10, 10 p.m. Eastern. We'll have the Sour Graps NXT show here on YouTube.com slash Fightful. So make sure you guys show up, tune in, show them some love. And then every Wednesday at 10, 10 Eastern, myself, Robert DeFelice, and sometimes uh, Alex will be coming at you live with the AEW show. Uh, let, let's read some of these super chats about this show because it was a real bad one. I am a Lucha says, spare me no details of how bad it was, Fightful Family. I was binge watching Prison Break with my mama instead. Oh, I'm glad that you were spending some quality time with her. Those are three hours that we're not going to get back, Sean. Like, that was it. Three hours of our life down the drain. Kate Hensler uh, has said, why were so many stories from Mania dragged on? Sometimes that's a tradition, but it, like, I, I think that it should be sort of a a new, fresh approach. It should it's, be. Yes. Remember after Revolution, and I hate to be those people that compare and contrast, but I have to because it's such a good example of this. After Revolution, one of the things that people loved from the following Dynamite was that they loved the fact that there was a lot of new stuff that was happening on the show. And that is what I like, especially after WrestleMania. WrestleMania should be the place where you end things on a big exclamation point, not on a question mark, and you know, keep things coming back new and different. That's the point of Raw After Mania. Well, Ed says that was a Raw after Mania. Technically, it was. And August 3 says, hope you all enjoyed tonight's episode of AEW Dark Elevation. Wonderful show. You should check it out to cleanse your soul from Raw. I will be watching that tonight after uh, this show, actually. Um, also, I'm, I'm very excited to watch this Stone Cold documentary on A&E that they promoted tonight. I, I love A&E. I love Stone Cold Steve Austin. I love WWE documentaries. I'm excited for that. God, I'm so like, there's so much content to watch right now. I still need to watch the last hour of the Jericho Broken Skull sessions. I need to watch this, you know, biography. There's a lot going on. Most of the super chats we're going to get to before we even start to review because it is nondescript stuff about how bad the show is. Lee Mann says, at a certain point, I blame myself for expecting anything different from WWE. (laughs) Why do they hate good things? SMH. Oftentimes, I'll have people. Well, one, some people will think I'm a negative Nancy, but some people will say, "Oh, you're giving WWE too much credit. You're, you're giving him too much of an opportunity to make things better." That's because I hope that just one day somebody will wake up and say, "You know what? The foundation of all this can be. Maybe it can make sense. Maybe we can just make sense of some stuff." Uh, but Denise, it does not seem like they are interested in doing that. And here's the thing is that, and you know, I'm, I'm guilty of that too, of having hope being you know optimistic about certain things. And that's because they have gotten a lot of things, right? There has been a lot of things that I've loved things that I didn't think I was going to love ended up loving. And so that hope is always there. You know, I wouldn't be a wrestling fan if nothing was ever good at some point. That's the thing. I just, I want a baseline of, can it make sense? And can it be decent? Because I want to enjoy everything as is. Uh, I, I just I just really want to like everything. Ryan B. Jam says, in the 90s, Raw is war. In the 2020s, Raw is pain. I think this terrible Raw deserves to see that SRS singing he hates Raw video. Yeah, it ain't good. It ain't good. Um, I'm so bummed out. Really, I am. Because it's just and it was just little minor tweaks and changes that had they occurred on today's show. I mean, it would have just been like so much better. Just little things here and there. 
There were, I mean, them bringing back a couple people, I was like, okay, cool. But it didn't make up for what they what they had here. Colt Bedo says, I think every Raw or SmackDown, we're supposed to forget anything happened before and let their 5,000 video packages and recaps show us what to remember. I'll tell you something that disheartened me, Denise. I saw people whose opinions that I respected online saying, oh, everybody talking about how Sasha and Bianca needed a better build. Look at that. And I was like, no, 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 no. I thought it was a perfect match. I thought it was great. But I thought it was great because those two women are so good that they overcame all the dog shit. And you know what they didn't include in the video package? The great video package, mind you. No Reginald. No can they coexist. None of that. 80% of that build was gone, Denise, from that video package because they don't know how to book people anymore. See, and we all knew that they were going to have a good match to begin with, but the build was still terrible. I mean, it was really easy. It was a really easy story to tell, but that didn't happen. And yeah, I mean, but we all knew that the match was going to be great from the start, but that doesn't diminish that it could have been a lot better had the build actually been done good. I know I did. I fixed the bangs, guys. Thank you. Because they were all the last time. People are putting over. to fix that. I've been trying out different looks on every stream this week, so I haven't looked the same on any stream people people like it it's a hit thank you thank Just, you justin larose says by far one of the weakest raws after mania i feel like i wasted my time yeah buddy if you watch uh, about 10 minutes of this show you got it all you got you got a viking raider returning cool charlotte's promo i loved and you see who the top contender is all right all right uh man uh, Chris Hutchins sends a great super chat. Big thank you. Love night one. Night two was all right. Uh, main event was perfect. Then Raw happens. Congrats, SRS, on all the content you've been pushing out. It's all great. Subscribe to Fightful Select. Thanks for making Denise cuss on Grizzlemania. You're welcome. Uh, oh, wait. No, wait. I, you're welcome. No, yes. you should say you're welcome. Not I me. Wanna, <laughs> WrestleMania week isn't over, and usually I think our staff after all that, but, I mean, there's so much going on. Big thank you to Ryan Cook for all the live coverage. Big thank you to Jeremy Lambert, Gisberto Guzzo, and Robert DeFelice for all their work. Alex Pawlowski on podcasts, Kyler James on social media, and then, of course, everybody who helped on the watch along. We had so many people, Maggie, Hannah, uh, Cam, Joel Pearl. Like, there were so many people, Rob Wilkins, that came in and did those those watch-alongs on twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. I really appreciate you Salcedo, you know, doing the NXT TakeOver Night 2, Raw yeah. Mania, you know, you took three hours of your life to watch Raw and then an extra hour of your life to come talk about it. Yeah, you're welcome, Sean. Oh, man. Nathan Manley says, the show sucked, but it shouldn't have come as a... As, <laughs> I can't even get it out. <laughs> shouldn't come as a surprise, given everything from Raw from Mania sucked as well. Did it? I can't really... No, Mania didn't suck. I mean, from from Raw, and nothing does really stand out from Raw to me. Omos was the highlight, probably. Yeah. Well, I okay, no, no, no. Right, La- Lashley and Drew McIntyre kicked ass. Yes, that match yes, ruled. Thank you. Yes. That no, match actually, ruled. I also loved uh, uh, Sheamus and Matt Riddle. I love that match. Okay, that was good too. too. But by the way, where's Sheamus tonight? Could have been worse. Could have been worse for him. I'll, maybe I'll, it was uh, good that he wasn't on tonight. I'll I'll tell you what. He's on Raw Talk, so he's there. Uh, where's AJ Styles and Omos tonight? That's true. We didn't Where even are, see them. It's the like people you know, we should be seeing. We yeah, didn't see. We should be seeing them. They just won championships that everybody 
should want to see. Man, we've got so many people are like, he's on Raw Talk. Good. Why isn't he on Raw? Yeah. And how many people watch Raw Talk? Not nearly as many. I mean, we've got, I mean, I guess good for us. Lots of super chats about how bad this show is. Nick says five weeks is a long time to build backlash. Not generally, but with the way WWE books, it sure is, Denise. Man, I just realized because for some reason I thought that because we already have like a, you know, a matchup. I already thought, all right, cool. We're not that far along from WrestleMania backlash. By the way, it's going to take me a while to get used to saying it that way. But um, five weeks is kind of a long time, though. Yeah. YouTube Championship Wrestling says this Raw was the worst of 2021. I think the Charlotte promo for me keeps it from being the worst. It's but not enough, though, Sean. How long was her promo? You're right. Three, five minutes out of a three-hour show? You know what? It's not enough. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, let's let's hear you talk about Alexa Bliss and Bray Wyatt. Alexa Bliss cuts this promo, Denise, because we got so many super chats about how much it sucks. I got to sort them. <laughs> Alexa Bliss does this promo and I thought her delivery was great. Every time she's got to do something, she's great at it. But then she shows this little doll named Lily and then it bites at the camera. Seamus Dunn says, where does the fiend go from here? The bin, hopefully. Uh, he's going to feud with Alexa Bliss. That's what's going to happen. Is he though? He kind of seemed over it today by the time they got to the Firefly mm-hmm. Funhouse. Like he casually mentioned, like, oh yeah, it's not gonna be the same without her. But nah, dog, he's gonna feud with her. She ain't letting it go. Is that should I be excited for that? No, hell no, you shouldn't. You've sat here with me and watched all this <laughs> stuff, and I still got people in my mentions mad. Oh, I like it. Uh, good for you. You can like it all that you no. want. But you're, but you're not going to sit here and tell me, let it play out. Just let it play out. I've been letting it play out. And newsflash, guys, I broke the news on Fightful Select. Here's here's a little smidge for you. Here's a little smidge for you. You know what talent we're told of an end game regarding this story, Denise? Who? Nothing. They weren't told anything. There was no end game to this all along. All nothing? along. There was nothing. They were told so, no direction. I asked, I asked, hey, guys, is a fire was a Firefly Funhouse match ever planned? And they're like, they weren't told anything all along up until like last week. Where's this gonna go? So you're telling me that we didn't have meanings to anything that we were seeing? Like then no. after Randy Orton set the fiend on fire, what was supposed to nothing. happen after that? He was going to wait around for a while. That's what it. about the motor oil coming out of Randy Orton's mouth? What was that wow. supposed to I'm, say? I'm sure they'll, they'll do some stupid thing to, to half-ass explain it. Uh, but mm. what about Lily? What do we know about Lily? Who gives a shit? I don't care about Lily. <laughs> it's it's going to be some more stupid thing that that people will pretend is, is okay, but it's not. Zach Barber says, as long as Alexa and Fiend exist in their own world, I'm good. Uh, I'm going to be the demon Alexa eventually, or who's going to be the demon Alexa eventually conjures to fight Fiend. I don't know. I wish their world existed on like main event or something. See, I just eventually that world is going to have to blow up and he's going to have to join everybody else. And then it's just going to be weird. Like you're not going to take the Fiend seriously. And if they, you know, have somebody lose to the Fiend, that's automatically going to kill that person. So it's just right now there's, 
I don't know what they need to they need to change this completely, like completely change this. And I don't even know. Okay, so remember we were talking about the fact that kids were supposedly like really into this. So I had kids at my house yesterday, two of them around, you know, what, six, seven years old, they got all excited when the fiends came out and Alexa bliss. And I thought, all right, here you go. Like they're interested. The second the match started, they left Sean. They left. It's just a cool, let me see what they look like. Let me see if anything creepy happens. And then bam, gone, zero interest. So like, I don't even know how much of like the people that are actually interested in this actual storyline even really care. I wonder, did your barber say anything about this or, or Bad Bunny? No. That's a, that's <laughs> Actually, a I do have something funny about Bad Bunny that my sister oh. said. Go ahead. She, okay, so my sister, she's 14. Uh, she's four, no, she's 15. Excuse me. She's 15 years know. old. Sister is, I, was, I, I was editing a video about Bad Bunny, and she was just behind me minding her own business, and she was listening to my voiceover, and she said, what the fuck does Bad Bunny have to do with WWE now? And I just Dang. started laughing and I had to explain to her what was going on. The fact that she didn't know Bad Bunny was doing WWE. Now she said, like, what the fuck does he have to do with it? Wow. That's what my sister said. The language. <laughs> We're savage over here, Sean. Like, we, over here, we got a potty mouth. The language. A true story, okay? True story. Wasn't my barber. Please, was like please leave super chats sister. to combat... Denise's dirty mouth. Trent Gaspard says, I'm guessing Alexa, st- Alexa stole some of Danhausen's t- jar teeth for her new friend. I've got news on Danhausen coming to select tomorrow. Got an interview coming with him Wednesday. Stellar Justin Lopez says, What a waste of our time. I do think uh, fans were in attendance. They would have made it better, but they just said F it. I do too. I think that if fans were there, it would have been better, but it just it just wasn't, Denise. It's kind of weird. It's so weird to go from having these, you know, two nights of a crowd and then going back to the Thunderdome. Like, and I get it. They enhanced it and all of that. But it's just, it's it's hard. It's like you go from, like, up the cloud nine to, like, bam, back down to the ground. And I do wish that there would be, I don't know, some sort of way that, you know, we can at least get a little bit of people, something. More super chats about how much this show sucked. Joel Pearl says, sat in the Thunderdome for a full three hours. I'm numb. Ryan B. Jam says, Raw was a 1 out of 5, but Denise is a 10 out of 10 tonight. Dang. I'm getting Betty Boop vibes. Also, SRS is there, too. Goddamn right I am. Jose Flores sends a nice super chat. He says, this is for SRS's freedom from Facebook jail. I would say You're today. You're always in Facebook jail, Sean. Uh, well, I, I'm not nice to racist people on Facebook, and that gets you put in Facebook jail. Uh <laughs> She said, or he said, I would say today was a waste, but Charlotte's promo and legs, respectfully, were fantastic. Well, we don't need to speak about people's physical appearance like that, but you know what? Charlotte's promo, let, let's let's break up some of that the hatred with something good. I loved the promo. Charlotte Flair came out and she was like, I can't even get on WrestleMania. She's like, I challenged Asuka. She's like, all these other girls were on there. I'm better than all of them. And I couldn't get on WrestleMania. And she was like, all you people that think I'm taking your favorites opportunities, I am the opportunity. I loved that line. Denise, to me, this is the best thing on Raw. What do you think? So, Sean, I have to be really honest here. And I don't care if people get mad. This needs to be said. All right. Charlotte Flair 
is awesome. And the yeah. amount of comments that I have been seeing as to people saying, no, there should be other people in her spot. She's just there because of her last name. And I'm thinking, are you like, like, that is not an argument anymore. Like, that's not an argument. Go back and look at the body of work. Give me a real argument here. And I loved the line where she said that, you know, basically the fact that she's pissed off about Mania. And I have to be honest, like the some of the worst matches were the tag team turmoil match on night one was the women's tag team match on night two. So she kind of has a point. I mean, you could have put Charlotte against somebody else and that match would have been phenomenal. But instead we got that and that wasn't great. So I like the fact that she incorporated a lot of truth to what um to this promo tonight where she calls the fans delusional um all of that because I do think that Charlotte Flair deserves the respect that she gets and I like this new character I, I, I love what she's doing she's rolling with it she's rolling with who you know people think she is on social media so might as well do it so kudos to Charlotte I'm rooting for her and I uh, got some exclusive news coming to fightfulselect.com this week about why that tag team turmoil match was on the show I agree. I thought Charlotte knocked it out of the park, but this is a natural role for her. Them trying to make her a baby face, that ain't a natural role. If everybody wants to say she got where she was because of what her name is, then let them think that and play off of it and utilize it from a heel heel perspective. But she's a she's a top-level performer. Now, I know that a lot of people don't necessarily like her. I thought it was good, and I thought that this promo, in comparison to that weird promo they had Rhea Ripley cut backstage was night and day. And Denise, that type of promo that Rhea Ripley cut backstage, my confidence is what got me to where I am. That is exactly what got her not over last year after she won the title and they had her come out and cut those robotic promos, whether it's her cutting robotic promos or it's them writing them, it wasn't good. That ain't her strength. Find her a manager. Do something else. This was not good, Denise. I have been the biggest supporter of Rhea Ripley in Same. like each and every stream. So it really, the last 24 hours have kind of really sucked because unfortunately I did not like her match with Asuka at WrestleMania. I was very disappointed in it. I'm not going to have great things to say about their rematch today. And with this promo, it was robotic. It doesn't feel, she doesn't feel like, she shouldn't be a heel. Like, I don't like it. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't fit, doesn't feel natural. It doesn't feel like what she should be right now. And what I actually thought was weird, weird was what was she looking at in the pro, in during this promo? That was one of the things that kind of threw me off. It wasn't just a robotic scripted promo, but she was like looking at something. She wasn't looking at the interviewer. She wasn't looking at the camera. It was really, really strange to me. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And I mean, I know we, we were in a new Thunderdome, by the way. Uh, it was laid out different. There were video screens around the entrance and it looked a little bit different. I thought it looked good, but I, I don't know what she was looking at. Yeah, it kind of threw me off for a bit. I was like, what's she looking at? And I think I was like more focusing on that than the actual promo itself, which I, it was just one of those things where you notice something and it just like you just can't unnotice it. Yeah, that was that was unusual. And then we got the rematch. Asuka and Rhea Ripley. Now, early on, I was like, all right, this is better than their match last night. And then as soon as I tweeted that, it was like blown spot, blown spot, blown spot. One of the more egregious blown spots was 
I think Oscar went for a crucifix bomb. Now, crucifix bomb means two things today. It means a razor's edge, crucifix power bomb, or it's like you're doing a crucifix pin, but you slam the person down. I don't like that spot if it if if they they don't do it right in WWE so often. And instead, what it looked like was Rhea Ripley Samoan dropped her. And Rhea sold it, and Asuka went for the pin. It looked so bad, and it went downhill from there. It was so bad. Somebody brings up a good point. Rhea might have been reading off a prompter or something. I was wondering that, too. But why do you put the prompter on the side? You put the prompter where the camera lens is at. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Uh, I don't know. So Daniel R. says, why was Asuka Rhea rematch tonight? That's a money match. Buddy, not after the two matches that I've seen them have. It's not. That's a don't do it again match. And that's crazy to me. And you want to know why? Because both in their own right are great, phenomenal workers. Okay. But I just think that they don't have chemistry. That's the only thing that I can think of here because there's no flow to their matches. This was one of the matches I was most looking forward to. I mean, when this match was announced, I threw a big old party about it. You know, I made such a big deal about it. And I could not believe that, you know, come WrestleMania, I was just sitting there flat face, not really actually reacting to anything that was happening. And it just, it wasn't the match that we expected. And unfortunately, today, the rematch just wasn't any better. So I just think that either they just don't have any chemistry together, or that's all I can think of there. Two great workers, they just don't mix. And Charlotte interfered, so maybe we're getting a triple threat. But I just look at that, and I'm like... Y'all could have done that triple threat at Mania, and it would have had even more buzz to it. But, I mean, I maybe they wanted to stretch it out, so to speak. I just thought this was not good. Jamie Miles says, The new fresh Charlotte will be stale in three six weeks or less, and that promo was meh. Her missing Mania made Bianca and Rhea moments possible. No, it had nothing to do with the Bianca moment. Um and it made the Rhea moment possible, but they could have done it with her as well. And I thought the promo was really good. I mean, if you don't like Charlotte, that's on you. But, I mean, compared to the other promos on this show, I, I thought it was really good. And Nerd Guru says, I hate the new champion looking weak just to get Charlotte over. That is stupid. And they made Rhea look weak again for Rhea is already overshadowed. Buddy, that in-ring work the last two nights made Rhea not look strong. That, that's what made Rhea not look strong. I and hate then two to say people it. were going to blame it on Charlotte. I was just waiting yeah. for that. I was like, I know for a fact people are going to blame it on Charlotte. And again, I'm the biggest Rhea Ripley fan, but unfortunately, Dang. it's just not clicking. I don't, I don't know. I, it's just not clicking. Yeah, I love Rhea Ripley. I love her presentation. I like how she portrays it. But these last two nights, that that's been it. Evan Wright says, "Let it play out" means don't like it, don't watch. <laughs> Kyrick says, Wednesday, will it be and still or and new on Quizlemania? I usually am good for about one title defense. I'd say I'll probably lose. Uh, Mark asks what a potential end game to the Alexa Fiend feud is now that Alexa can summon something to battle Fiend. Will we get even more wizardry? You think she's going to summon Ryan Cabrera to beat the shit out of Bray Wyatt? Jesus, Ryan Cabrera. I only know one song of his, actually. It was like his big hit song. On the Way Down. On the way down, I saw you. Something yep, yep, saved me one. from myself. Yeah, that's the only song I know. So I don't yep, know much about Ryan Cabrera. That's the one. What's the end game? They don't know what the end game is. They they didn't know what the end game is. They do this stuff, and they're like, ah, cool character. He, he's really inventive. Alexa can deliver a line, and then it's crap. 
Hey, guys, please leave a thumbs up on this video. We've got 1,100 of you guys watching right now, but we need some more thumbs up. Really appreciate it. Colt Badeau says, after these last few weeks, when will WWE stop being a top destination for up-and-comers? Because I see no upside besides the name WWE. A lot of these wrestlers have perpetual hope, Denise. They think that and hope that maybe they can make the difference. So I don't think it'll change anytime soon. Look, I see. I can't completely just say that because I feel like we're seeing two different things. You know, we see something on Raw and SmackDown is not necessarily what we're seeing on NXT. And I feel like there's a lot of people on NXT that are given, you know, a proper opportunity. So I can't completely agree with the entire statement. But because I do think that there is a lot of good stuff, especially on NXT. We had a super chat where the Hebkin says, I love Charlotte, but I hate WWE books their women's division so poorly. They always need Charlotte or the other horsewomen. That's their fault. We have seen Carmella deliver in a supporting role. We've seen Naomi step in and do good. We've seen Alexa Bliss step in and do good. We've seen Asuka, what she can do. And they, they rely on what they rely on. Now, Rhea winning and Bianca winning does give me some hope that this is going to be a little bit different. Uh, Rob Reed says double F-bomb Denise. And uh, Ricardo Holt donates to the swear jar. But the bean kicked in wants to know where those earrings are from, Denise. Oh, uh, one of them is from my Shawn Michaels costume. And the other one I got as a gift. So I love I it. I this my Rhea Ripley look. Because look, it's got like the little skull oh, there. Gosh. And then this is the one that I use for the Shawn Michaels costume. CJ Dar says, why is it so hard to find new matchups? They have so much talent that they do nothing with. They they had a couple tonight. Like the New Day, Elias, and Riker thing that we're going to see a hundred times. And Viking Raiders, who haven't been on TV in forever. But Yeah. Norm Summers says, officially a member of Wrestle My British Granny Select. The bangs look great, Denise. SRS is great. Nothing nice to say about Raw. Wish WWE uh, would stop using the same. And I wish we could stop using that and creative in the same sentence. Apologies for messing that up. Volob says, sour graps from Alex for this show is going to be one worth paying for. Oh boy, will it ever. So for those of you who don't know, Alex Palowski, who did these reviews with me, I thought he was a little too unfairly negative on our post-show reviews. So I said, you know what, man? I'm going to give you your own review on Fightful Select. So now he does it and he hates on things for like 80 minutes, 90 minutes. And he gets to say whatever he wants. He's getting the Fightful Select show uh, or or the Fightful show on Tuesdays. And now he's got uh, his Raw and SmackDown shows on Select as well. It's like we're we're half an hour in. We haven't even talked really about a match, one match, because everybody's talking about how bad this show is. I Evan, know. Wright, Evan Wright says good. that we we convince him to watch because of the Rave Mania reviews. Thank God for Elevation. That's sad. I mean, I'm happy people are wanting to, to to watch, but I wish it was over a good thing. I do too, because you know when it's good, it's good, and people like it, and it's fun to talk about good stuff. I had a great time chatting about WrestleMania these past especially, few days, especially night one. Night one was oh, yeah. so great. Exactly, and even with the whole weather delay, even that. I mean, I thought, oh my god, this show's gonna go down the hill, yeah. but it didn't. It ended up being pretty dang awesome. So, um, yeah, it sucks. Brandon Charles Powell says WWE keep lowering the bar or we keep lowering the bar for Raw and they keep outdoing themselves, making it bad. Avery Dunn says, I know it's subjective, but I'd love to know how the people that cape for WWE Creative can defend this. I fell asleep during this show. Man. Fran Chile says, 
As a proud AEW mark, I found this show hilarious. I at least watched it with Luke and Ollie on their live stream. They were not happy. They stayed up for this. I saw Luke pop in, and he was mad when we started this show about how bad this show was. And he should be. They're up at like 3, 4 in the morning over there covering this. This is the Raw After Mania. I could not know. I would not be. I would be livid right now. Livid. Livid. And we are still on the Charlotte Rhea thing right now. We're, we still haven't moved on. Now, of course, on Raw Talk, Rhea went off unscripted. Once a month, we get that we get that promo, that let, it, let me say what I want, let me do what I want promo. Brandon Charles Powell says that the hatred for Charlotte is self-fulfilling prophecy. At this point, people will just blame her for everything. Charlotte is a great heel. Brandon, I, can, I agree with all that. Like I, I think that Charlotte is a main event crossover star, Denise. I agree too. And it's, it's kind of, I kind of get annoyed. Like when I see like people try to find like a reason to blame Charlotte, I'm like, bro, like, don't do that. Like, don't, I get it. You don't like Charlotte. Cool. You're not a fan. All right, cool. I'm I'm not a fan of everybody either, but to bury somebody for no reason. I mean, come on. So we, we've got plenty more super chats. If you guys think I've missed your raw suck super chat, I haven't, I'm taking them down, but I do want to get some more into this show. I really enjoyed the Riddle-Bobby Lashley interaction backstage where Riddle's being the annoying little fly going around. And Lashley's like, I'm not wrestling tonight. And then not only does Riddle quote him, but he says the dates in which he says all this stuff, which I thought was very funny. But then Bobby Lashley beat the living shit out of Matt Riddle. I mean, beat the crap out of him. Riddle has hit goofy territory, and I don't know if they're going to be able to recover from him because he has lost to Ali, Sheamus twice, and now Bobby Lashley. Now, I didn't want him to beat Bobby Lashley, but this was a drubbing. Now, I'm all for Bobby Lashley looking strong, but to me, I think Riddle's one of those guys that is versatile enough as a performer. He can joke, he can be serious, and he can wrestle. That You want to keep serious. There were so many people they could have done this with. Uh, Good in ring, but what the hell, Denise? Again, there's a, I'm sure there's, go down the raw roster. I'm sure you could have plucked out a couple of guys that could have been great options for this. I don't understand why they had to have Matt Riddle in the spot, especially after the fact that he had one of my favorite matches, um, at WrestleMania with Sheamus, I thought that match was phenomenal. So the fact that they went and completely buried him, I mean, he was squashed. He was tossed around like a rag doll. And yeah, it was fun to see him, you know, like, you know, the squash itself was fun. Had it been somebody else, I just didn't think it was the proper spot for Matt Riddle. I think that Bobby Lashley could have buried somebody else but i didn't like this for matt riddle whatsoever because it's like if i'm supposed to take him seriously in next week and two weeks from now am i though really am i though they're leaning on this this scooter stuff way too much um i did like that spot in the beginning but that was before i knew this was going to be a like the match that it was when but I was actually hoping for a nice competitive match between the two. I didn't I didn't need Matt Riddle to win. I was I'm not mad that he didn't win. I'm more mad at the fact that they didn't actually give him any sort of competitive match. DJ the kid says who the hell did Riddle piss off backstage? He lost the title and then got the piss beat out of him. It's quite the contrary. He has shown Vince McMahon that he can be funny, and when you show Vince McMahon that you can be funny, that's it. That's a wrap. 
But it's like, come on, Drew Gulak. have done funny and we're able to, I mean, to still Years have competitive ago. matches. And I'm, yeah, like literally the only person I can think of right now is Kurt Angle. And that was like forever ago. But Years it's like, ago, yeah. it shouldn't be that way. Like you should be allowed to be funny and have a personality and also be able to have serious matches. That makes you more lovable. Look, Big E does it so, so well. And now they, they've went the opposite to where he doesn't do anything funny. He's just all serious. Rob Reed says, are we supposed to forget that Riddle is a UFC caliber MMA fighter? What was that squash? I mean, Bobby Lashley was also, he had a really good MMA record. I'm not going to say he was a really great MMA fighter, but you don't accidentally go 15 and two as a, as an MMA heavyweight. Oh man. Cyclops is better than Wolverine says back when raw after mania was men. Yes. Indeed. (laughs) Uh, Ryan B. Jam says, with how much of a pile of dog crap Raw has turned into, Becky is go is Becky want to go want to go to any other brand? I'd rather her go to NXT UK. She'd do some great stuff there. She ain't going there, that's for sure. And Daniel says, I get WWE will make money, but they cannot have shows like this when Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker are on AEW. Casual fans like me will lean towards AEW. Well, I think AEW is really banking on it. I think that they're really hoping that you tune in on Wednesday. You're on a high from WrestleMania and something special happens. That's what I think. I don't know, man. So many people have such different views and yeah. viewing patterns and opinions. Like I, I thought I understood everything that everybody would like, and that's not necessarily the case. Nerd Guru says, got my vaccine today, yet watching this raw felt more like a needle to my eyes and was less painful. <laughs> you Jim got more and- side effects from this one. <laughs> Bezos says, forget Hogan Warrior. This is negative or minus five stars. It wasn't boring. It was actively damaging. There's a reason SmackDown main evented both nights. And most of the fond memories are from SmackDown shows, too, or from SmackDown matches. JoJo says, hi, Sean, and my favorite Denise. Raw was atrocious tonight. It was hard to get through. Honestly, had to regroup, then come back. It was awful. Uh, look, people just don't like it. Um... Let's throw some analysis in here. By the way, can't confirm Miz and Mrs. is better than Raw. Jamin Cito Gomez says he liked the new commentator from MLB Network just doing play-by-play. That's Adnan Verk. I didn't like him tonight, Denise, but he was different, very different. His voice was different. He was not used to the WWE style. There were a lot of things that he did this week that he will not be doing moving forward. I thought Tom Phillips was fine, but... I, it's going to take some adjusting. It's his first night. Um. Yeah, obviously it's his first night. So we all know that it's just, I, I think based on what I know about him, I don't know that his product knowledge is that strong. And obviously he did make a lot of those mistakes that it showed that I don't know how continuously he's actually been watching the product. And it kind of showed at some points. And um, I would, I would, he wasn't horrible. He wasn't horrible, but nothing special. He's he asks a lot of very obvious questions, um, a lot of obvious questions, um, and I, I don't think that that was. Yeah, I, I don't think that that's the way to go. Nitin Titus says Charlotte to feud with Rhea. Hope Ric Flair comes back and courts Rhea like he did with Lacey, so we uh, can conclude that storyline. No, I'm good. I'm good. By the way, guys, uh, I will remind you, if you think that I missed your super chat, do not say, did you miss my super chat? Just send it again uh, with stars next to it. 
we've got mods that will make sure that we see it. Um, and uh, Les Mann says, the problem isn't Charlotte, it's WWE and Vince who is ADD and gets bored with the people who are not the five toys he likes to keep playing with. Old and outdated and out of touch, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't think that Vince should be heading up that end of things uh, anymore. I think that Vince, as a creative mind, I think he'd best be served as a consultant right now. And it's sad. That's sad, yeah. It, it's very sad. It really is. Uh, Sexy Peasant said, What with all the heels? Raw, SmackDown, NXT UK have 16 belts. Only two are held by baby faces. Because they don't know how to book baby faces anymore, Denise. Dang, I was like, who's the second one? I'm only thinking of Bianca at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, Zach Barber had sent a super chat earlier that I remembered, and he said that they they set Charlotte up for failure. I don't agree with that. I thought that Charlotte knocked this one out of the park. I thought that she did great there. I thought um, she did great. She looked great. She Everything she said was on point. She's feeling it, man. And it's like, if people, if that's like, might as well do it. Like, she's going to get so much heat from this. And I honestly think that she will get some good heat from this. And I, I like what she's doing. I like what, I like the decision that they're going with for her so far. Rob Reed says, at least he didn't go the Art Donovan route. How much does that guy weigh? Well, Adan Verk will, is much better than Art Donovan ever dreamed of being. Ricardo says, just to change it up a little bit, thoughts on Austin and Jericho? I loved it. I'm only a half an hour in. Um, I've, I've got to catch up. one hour in. But yeah. I did love the um, the story. I won't spoil it for you just in case you haven't gotten there. But I love the story where he talks about going to Vince's house. That was awesome. And his yeah. WWE debut story um, was good. And then that was the last portion after that i had to pause so i i need one more hour guys get your super chats in um we'll read your question statement on the air viking raiders are back ivar was at wrestlemania in gear the thunderdome uh as i mentioned you can tell it looked a little bit different here but uh this was a new team back in a in a different a little bit of a different environment i i liked uh seeing them back that's good they beat not the Hurt Business, Shelton and Cedric, so things aren't looking good for them. Several thoughts on this. I thought that Eric looked a little bit out of shape. He wasn't like, he wasn't matching up with Ivar in terms of like Ivar came and he did not skip a beat whatsoever. Like he came in fast paced, action, nonstop, loved it. I thought he looked phenomenal. Um, in terms of, Cedric and Shelton unfortunately them leaving the hurt business we knew it was going to hurt them and today it showed obviously I wasn't expecting them to defeat the Viking Raiders coming off of this return but they didn't they kind of just seem like your regular old guys on the roster they're just kind of being knocked down you know a nod as of right now Ivar is the biggest return of the weekend yay <laughs> Because, I mean, Charlotte wasn't gone that long. Uh, no, Zach, she was gone for, like, what, like three, yeah. two weeks? I don't Zach know. clarifies the Super Chat. Uh, it, was, it was that they set up Beck or Charlotte for failure because they wanted Becky, not Charlotte. Not tonight. Nobody reasonably thought that Becky Lynch was returning tonight. No, if anything, it was quite the opposite. It was yesterday where poor the Bella Twins were put in that spot where everybody thought yes. it was going to be Becky. So it's actually d d different, different. They set the they set the Bella Twins up for failure. Yeah, That's I felt so bad for them. Like, really, I did. Because they got booed. They shouldn't have gotten booed. They just got inducted into the Hall of Fame. That well, sucks. people loved Bailey, too. 
Kate says a huge LOL to them thinking commentary was the ish. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't for me. Um, and I'll tell you what else wasn't for me. This tag team stuff with the women. Okay, so the backstage segment I liked. Shayna is making fun of of Mandy rewinding. And Mandy walks up and you know Nia's doing the ha ha that's funny. And Mandy goes, yeah, you know, sometimes you just don't see these things coming and slaps her. I loved that. And they jumped her. That was cool. Then the match happened, Denise. Oh, boy. And the, the in-ring work, it was good. Mandy hit a nice drop kick. And then Nia's going to get on the on the apron, and she slips, and she laughs. And we got the old Seamus spot, Denise. You know that spot. The spot where he bullies people. And he's like, hey, 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 that's funny. Then he gets punched in the nose. Old Seamus. Well, then Mandy and Dana are like, no, 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 I'm leaving. This is, this is, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. I've got so many different rants going through my head that I can't uncork one because some dork on Reddit will be like, you take this too seriously. No, why should I give a fuck? Who wins if the wrestlers don't care who wins? They they cared so little about this match, they hit the bricks. A win over the tag champions gets you a tag title shot. Now, maybe Nia will be so mad that she's like, I'll give you a title shot just to get you in the ring. But what does that say about Adam Pierce to let that happen? What It undermines the credibility of the entire show and... It what it shows me, Denise, is you don't have to watch this because nothing matters at all. The way I saw this was the babyface team lost because they are afraid. They were scared. How am I supposed to get behind that as a viewer? As a viewer, you are telling the viewers you should no longer care about this team. You should no longer take them seriously. Again, if in a couple of weeks, all of a sudden, I need to I need to take Mandy and Dana seriously. I'm going to think back to this and be like, well, why? If they had an, a chance no. and they just decided to be scared and walk away and call it a quits. And it's a shame because I thought that I was going to come on the show and tell you something totally different because I loved that backstage segment. It was good. They came and slapped Naya. I thought that was great. I thought, wow, they're actually giving them something to work with. Finally, because I had been rooting for these girls, too. I was excited for them being a team. And then, you know, they come and they do this. And it was just completely opposite of, of what I was expecting to actually come out and say here. So. It it really sucks. They did them no good whatsoever. Really no good. D'Lo Diggs says, I got two words for that women's match. What the fuh? And then Aaron Entertainment said, what the hell was that? I don't know. It completely undermines the point of the show. And I mean, this AEW wins and losses matter thing is not like a new thing. It's, it should matter. These wins and losses should matter. Just because some dork producer told you it shouldn't doesn't mean that it shouldn't. Because that's why you watch. You watch for the moment that somebody wins. The moment that somebody gets their comeuppance. 
Jojo says, can they split Shayna from Naya? What's Vince's obsession with Naya? Sorry, she's not good at all. Denise, did you see the sales Taylor generated with her re-recording? She's amazing. I love her. It's uh, you want to handle that last part? Well, I just like, literally, it's insane, like, how well she's doing with those re-recordings. Like, it's crazy. And I also bought a new shirt today. I spent $45. Jesus Christ. We gave you a raise. Uh, I wish <laughs> they would. my money's going. <laughs> I wish they would split Shayna from Nia and Vince's thing is that Nia is really tall and she's, she's her She's the giant for them. And she's technically like one of the best booked people on the entire yeah. roster. Like they, when you think about it and I, I don't know what to say. Why? There's so yeah. many other people that I feel like, I don't know. You want to see something like that with. It's bad. Uh, Terry Allen jr says no explanation from Bray the fiend healed himself no continuity yeah that's what they want you to just be able to explain it away as magic they don't want you to go make uh anything make sense they they don't want you to they don't want to have a definitive explanation they want you to draw your own because they're lazy because they're lazy Adrian Zavala says where does bliss go from here didn't she gain a superpower and pinned Oscar keep up the good work Apparently, she doesn't care about anything. Like, I don't know what she she just wants to raise hell. She's got all this power. I don't know. Um, I don't know, man, because all of a sudden today she was misindependent. She was like, I don't need the fiend anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Evan Wright says, Sean, are you excited for Buttlander on Wednesday? Yes, I'm so excited. Chris Statlander is back. Um, and for John Silver to troll her on BTE. Sean Blanford says, who would have thought splitting up Bray and Bliss would have made them more interesting characters, hopefully. Uh, yeah, this was just bad. It's, it, I don't want to watch any more Fiend or Alexa Bliss or The Puppet. Or I'm done with them. I'm done with them. They, they screw up every creative thing that Bray Wyatt has all the time. I saw quite a few people that they were pretty excited about the Firefly Funhouse being back. Yeah, uh, Bray was optimistic. That's about it. We, there, we covered the segment. Jamie Miles, so speaking of wins and losses, do you all miss Charlotte's win-loss record of non-four horsemen on TV? Somebody mentioned that the uh, last time she was pinned clean by somebody who wasn't a four horseman was like 2017. I mean, she should be protected. That, that shouldn't be a bad thing that somebody's protected. It should be a very good thing that somebody's protected. I don't have a problem with it. Ricardo says, TBH didn't finish the show. Just watch the splash for this show for the last 10 minutes. Well, we do got to cover the rest of this show. Um, <laughs> There's still one thing that we haven't even ranted oh, about yeah. that was by far the worst thing on the show. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about something that wasn't that bad. New Day beat Elias and Jackson Riker. Elias tries to play the guitar, but New Day interrupt and make fun of him for getting beaten up by Braun Strowman. But then Elias is like, hey, y'all got beat up by Omos. They have a match. It was solid. Got no problem with Elias and Jackson Riker being used this way. And I'm all for uh, New Day getting the win here. I didn't hate this match. It yeah. was perfectly fine. I mean, if you're going to use them this way um, with Elias and Jackson Riker, you might as well have it be this way. So perfectly fine. There was nothing. I mean, considering that I've hated literally everything else that they've done with Elias and Jackson Riker, this is probably the first time I didn't hate it. No AJ, no Omos on the show. That's weird. Don't know why. Don't know why at all. Yeah, that is weird. Sexy Peasant says, MSK are the other babyface champs. Thanks. See, and it, it shouldn't take me that long to even yes. realize that I watch all the shows. 
Evan Wright says, let Bray go and give me a Bray Abaddon duo. Well, he can't use Bray Wyatt. He can't use The Fiend. He can't use the Wyatt family. He can't use any of that. When he leaves, he is a rotunda. That's who he is. And uh, that's why people say, oh, well, why won't he leave? Unless he's got some masterful creative thing in like like in the chamber, what's he going to do? It ain't going to be like his sterling in-ring work that gets him there. Um. Somebody says, what's the policy with the R word in this chat? It'll get you banned immediately. Uh, I don't play that shit. Don't use that uh, if it's what I think it is. Uh, Dakota Ham says, I hate what they're doing with Shayna. She's so good. Since it looks like they're doing a new Hurt Business, should they put Shayna in it? I would love that. She would fit really, really well. A lot of people are saying Naomi. I think that Shayna would fit really well with it. Anything but Shayna and Nia continuing as a team. At this point, I will sign off on anything. Yeah. Rob Reed says that he fell asleep during the women's tag match, woke up with Orton McIntyre, Brian set up and realized he didn't miss anything. No, you didn't, buddy. You sure didn't. Uh, August 3 says that the steaming pile of garbage hot episode, only redeemable thing was that the Viking Raiders were back. And um, Bezos says that Eric looking was looking bigger and was glad that you pointed that out. <sighs> Sexy Peasant says, Ember Shotzi, that makes three babyface champions. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know we're all over the place, guys, but the sad reality, like what we try to do is we try to group Super Chats for a certain segment, but people are so excited to talk about how shitty the show was that it's just... That and and, and in my opinion... It made our more, show shitty. Actually, shitty in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> Kate says, no Omos and AJ or Sheamus, but three Nia segments. Do we really have three Nia segments? I mean, I believe it, but yeah, you're right. I just didn't count them. Yeah. Zach says, Maya Angelou said, when someone shows you who they are the first time, believe them. Time we accept WWE doesn't care about the women's tag belt, scrap them. Buddy, you can say scrap them all you want. They ain't scrapping them. They still got the 24-7 title there too. And Aerocool says, to give you a break on the Raw analysis, what are your thoughts on the following Chandler, Oliveras, Usman, Masvidal 2, McGregor, Dustin 3. I think McGregor beats Dustin. I think Usman stomps Masvidal, not even close. And I think Oliveras will pull off an upset against uh, Michael Chandler. By the way, I'm doing a goddamn watch-along of that Jake Paul-Ben Askren fight this Saturday. Tune in. Nathan asks if Nikki Cross would join in this Fiend Alexa stuff. It's the only time they use her. Might as well. She's not on the show at all. They won't even put her in a tag team. Have her team with Peyton or something. And people, I know Seamus was on Raw Talk. I don't care about Raw Talk. I don't give a shit who's on Raw Talk. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. Thank you for telling me. <laughs> Go ahead. That's like, I forgot what I was going to say. But yeah, it's weird to me that people are, are making a big deal about him being on Raw Talk. Why? I've missed like 99.9% of the history of Raw Talk, unless I see it on social media. And that's usually if it's something big enough to make the rounds to essentially get to my social media timeline. Guys, please leave a thumbs up. Um, Also, while we're here. Oh, you got the wrong one again. Hot diggity dog. Oh, you're going (laughs) to get in trouble. Here we go. I still have it uploaded from last week. Fightfulmag.com. That's the Fightful Magazine. There we go. I still had the, the other one on StreamYard. Uh, John Cena versus Conor McGregor dream match as written by Alex Palowski. I did some writing for it, as did Brandon Howard, Molly Bell, Joe Holbert, Taylor Hendricks, Jimmy Van himself, 
Joe Ferraro talking about his friendship with George St. Pierre. Check out FightfulMag.com. First edition is digital. It will be physical moving forward. But you know, Denise, if things aren't physical enough for you, check out our friends at BlueChew.com. That's right. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Their tablets help men achieve harder, stronger erections to battle through these arduous, exhausting times like what you may have experienced this weekend. Are you looking for a seven-hour marathon or maybe a quick five-minute sprint? Blue Chew will make sure that your performance is up to par and make sure that your confidence is as well. And how about this? Made in the USA, prepare and ship direct. It's cheaper than a pharmacy. You might say, how is it cheaper than a pharmacy? Well, you don't have to wait in line at the doctor's office. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. So you don't have to deal with them. You get prescribed online when you take their questionnaire. They find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription when you talk with one of their licensed medical providers. And when you're approved, you get the prescription within days, all online. No more awkward conversations. If you don't like swallowing pills, you're good to go. It's a chewable. And they know you're going to love it because they're giving you your first shipment free. All you got to do is pay $5 shipping when you use that code FIGHTFUL. First shipment free. I know it's been a long week, but you know what? If you're running out of steam, bluechew.com code Fightful is going to help you out. Somebody says, where do you think Rhea got that confidence from? (laughs) Zach Barber says, Riker didn't need a blue chew after beating up two black guys tonight. Well, he didn't. He's going to need one because he he got beat. He got beat. Glenn Smith says, this show was so bad, I ended by watching my team lose by seven runs, and that was more enjoyable. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I don't even know how the Reds game is going yet. I bet it ain't good. Oh, hey, they're, they're, they're winning. That's good. <sighs> Denise, this Damian Priest thing. Oh. This one upset me. And I knew it was going to happen, and I said it was going to happen as soon as Bad Bunny hit the bricks. So they bring Maurice out. Maurice rules. Love Maurice. But they showed her backstage. And then when she came out, the announcers were like, wow! And fuck, fucking Maurice! Can you believe it? She was just backstage, Denise. What the hell? Okay, sure. I hated it. The whole thing. I, I love Maurice. She's great. Yeah, but she Mor- is. Morrison playing the jealous best friend, I think, is pretty funny, too. But then Damian Priest comes out and he's like, you know what? I'll just wrestle you both. I'll fight you both. I do like that Maurice was like, hey, you know, you can both fight him. I like that. Now, there are going to be some people that come along, Denise, and they say, well, it was two versus one. Well, it doesn't matter. They cheated to win. No. No. Damian Priest got beat by a distraction roll-up by a guy in his underpants with his pants wrapped around his ankles. They made him look stupid. And I I get it. It took three people to beat him. I don't care. I don't care. Damian Priest should be street smart. He should be cool. And nothing is lamer than getting rolled up by a guy with his fucking underwear around his ankles. Woof, Denise. Sean, I hated this so much. I don't think I've ever been this angry about something in a very, very long time. Like this pissed me 
off because you're Damian Priest. You're literally, yeah. You're telling the viewers already with this pin that we should not care about Damian Priest. Now, here's the thing: is that he, he just had this great WrestleMania moment. How it ended up being one of my favorite matches of WrestleMania uh, with Bad Bunny, and you did all of that. You, you know, Bad Bunny came, put all this work and time and effort, and you're thinking, "Oh, this is great." You're pairing him up with Damian Priest. The following night. They have him lose in this match, again, with the Miz in his underpants. Like, this is really bad. And I had people saying, like, oh, you're overreacting, this and that. And I'm like, dude, one of the main problems that we've been talking about with WWE is that we they don't build new stars, all right? Why? Because you keep doing 50-50 booking with everybody, and that is what we're now starting to see with Damian Priest. If you go back and you look at people that actually got over, think about when Roman Reigns was on the rise, when he was with the Shields. He wasn't taking the pins in the tag matches whatsoever. When he was a singles guy, he wasn't eating pins on Raw whatsoever. When they were even, uh, you remember when AJ was like, literally the last couple of months was not even getting... Uh, you know, when we thought he was getting <laughs> they that started match. to book it for a title fight or a title match, they yeah, pinned exactly. him three times. They he booked like getting, crap. He, yeah, he wasn't getting any pins. Like, he wasn't being pinned whatsoever. So we're like, oh, good. Like, we're going to get a great match from him at WrestleMania, whatever the hell that's going to be. Uh, like, literally, when you think of all the people that ever did anything, Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre, he wasn't being pinned for a long time. Why? Because he was about to, you know, take off. So now you're essentially telling me that we're not taking off with Damian Priest. And it's very unfortunate because now I feel like we're going to see the same thing happen that we saw with Keith Lee, that we saw with Aleister Black, what we saw with so many other people that you can think of. And this was just not good. And it really, really, really bummed me out. And it's kind of like all that work that they did with Bad Bunny and just, you know, making him cool and all of that stuff with Damian Priest. It all went down the drain here tonight. And everything top to bottom, I did not like anything that they did on Miss TV. I didn't like, uh, I didn't think, I, I love seeing Maurice, but I didn't get anything out of it. There was nothing that I thought that she brought that was exciting for the show other than her being on there. It was but, a plug. It was a plug for the, the show. Exactly. After. That's it. Right. A plug. Okay, cool. We could have gotten a random, another plug some other way, but this from top to bottom, I did not like anything that happened. And I do think that people should be upset about this, especially if you thought they were actually going to do something with Damian Priest. Evan Wright says that it made him irrationally angry, and there are a lot of people that aren't happy with this. Uh, Licia Thorne says, they should have had Triple H do a vid with Priest too. You did a great job at Mania. Now it's time to go back at catering or to catering and hand him a fork. And JoJo brings up a good point. Win at WrestleMania, lose the next night. It's that, that momentum is gone. That momentum is just gone. That, that He benefited from hanging out with Bad Bunny and getting, getting that big win. Why couldn't he be feuding with Randy Orton? Why couldn't they put him up, elevate him with somebody like Randy Orton? Heck, put him up against Sheamus. Anything. I mean, I just feel like there were so many different options yeah. that they could have gone here. It did not have to be the myth of a guy that we've literally seen get squashed by Bobby Lashley with the way that he lost the WWE title. Like, this was not perfect timing for this whatsoever. There were different options that could have been executed here. Bezo chimes in and says, I meant to say the Damian Priest stuff was the worst. Evan chimes in and says, did this cancel out his bad bunny rub already? A lot of it. 
Yeah. And Brandon Charles Powell says, I give up. You win. Pinning Damian Priest. Warrior Clan. Raw should have been sponsored by Blue Chew because it was long and hard to get through. Rob Reed says, so much for that rocket that should have been strapped to Priest. Nathan says, Priest taking down Truth with a bow and arrow soon. Sad, but true. Sad, but true. It's, 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 mm. Ken Shiro says, there will be some lemmings in Twitter saying, actually, this is good heat because they're heels and you hated it. So they got heel heat. That's what they, that's what they love to say, right? Oh, you got heel heat. No, I don't want to watch Miz and Morrison get pinned by bad, by Damian Priest. You want to know why? I saw it on Saturday. I already saw it. So I don't need to, I don't, that's not the heel heat. I saw it already. I don't think I've been this upset about anything that I've seen on Raw in a very, very long time. Like, there's things I was like, oh, that sucked. That was lame. That was dumb. No, this legit was upsetting. Like, legit, I was upset about this. Austin says, been following you all for a while now. Love the show and the work that you do. Thank you so much. He says, with Roman retaining the title, do we think that Big E will dethrone him? If Big E gets white hot, maybe. I don't think the person that is going to dethrone Roman is out there right now. Um. I've got a bunch of main event news coming to FightfulSelect.com tomorrow about who contributed what ideas to the match, how it was originally supposed to go, who helped put it together, all that stuff. There's a lot to it, but Roman Reigns is the guy right now. He's the guy they always wanted him to be. Um, So I I don't know about that. Ryan B. Jam says, for people thinking the new guy was bad, they either neither heard of Mike Adamley or forgot about him. He could have been way worse. Yeah, but could have been worse shouldn't be the benchmark. It should be good. It should always be good. Who's well, to say we can't have Mike Adamley 2.0? Oh, no. Uh, I think that Adnan Invert does have some upside, though. But MVP came out to talk about what's next. Drew McIntyre says he's got no excuses. Braun follows him and says, get the back of the line. Randy Orton says he's no longer distracted. And Adam Pierce says, hot diggity dog, that's a triple threat match. We reported that on FightfulSelect.com today as well. Please subscribe. I like that the top contender match was a couple of people who won and then a former champion, but Drew did lose his title match on Saturday. WWE loves to do their matches two, three, four times, but uh, I'll say that we got a match that had stakes with it at the end of this show, and the match was all right. It was very fast-paced. Um, I, I really loved Drew McIntyre crashing stairs into Braun while he tried to do the choo-choo train. The choo-choo train? <laughs> Orton, Orton hit the RKO, but Drew hit the Claymore and got the pin. But that ain't what anybody's talking about, Denise. That's no. not what anybody's talking about. Let, let's go ahead. Flim Flam Mandrew sends a super chat. It says... They killed the Hurt Business so Lashley could team up with Corbin and Retribution. And then somebody says, or Warrior Clan says, I said this in the select chat tonight, but if MVP's working with T-Bar and Mace, can MVP get them to their true identities and get the masks off? Yes. The, even though like you can say, like, oh, it kind of looks cool. Unfortunately, it's kind of like, because they did so bad with they did retribution so dirty yes. that now no matter what those looks are going to be associated with retribution and like how bad of a failure that was so i do kind of hope they do away with all of the retribution look get it off get it off i don't mind them you know doing stuff with the hurt business whatsoever just 
get the make me forget about retribution. Well, that's not what they did. Mason T Bar came out and attacked Drew McIntyre after this. Now that was a bad Adnan Vert call. He said, "It's Mace and T Bar, and they're teaming up on Drew McIntyre." No shit, Sherlock. They're friends and they're beating him up. Come on. <laughs> That, that is something that Vince is going to be like, ah, goddamn pal. So I say that more out of frustration for Vince McMahon than I do for myself. But it, it was just one of those calls that I was like, he ain't going to be doing that one again. No, no. Am- there was a few other ones. I think he actually, I saw on Twitter, I didn't catch this on air, but I think he called uh, uh, Drew McIntyre the Celtic Warrior. Oh, no. Mpor316 yeah. says, let me get this straight. MVP forms the Hurt Business to rid WWE of Retribution, then kicks out Shelton and Cedric so Retribution can form the Hurt Business. This company. Yeah. It was stupid. Um, Dio Madden and Dijak could fit probably fairly well in the Hurt Business. They but- could. But, I mean, like, are Shelton and Cedric going to go after them? Well, why would I care? I just watched them get beat tonight. And then really not that great of a match, to be honest. And, and it's like, what are they going to go? Are they going to team up with Drew and help him? Why would Drew like them? Drew doesn't give a shit if they like Lashley or not. He doesn't like them. Yeah, I don't want to see Drew make friends. I, I want to see him be on his own. He's <sighs> fine on his own. I'm exhausted. Uh, Andrew Lolivar says, are they really going to have their number one baby face lose two pay-per-views in a row? Why would they get rid of Shelton and Cedric for retribution? Ew. I mean, Question mark. Dijak's real good. Dijak's real good. Dio Madden's got, got some work to do, I'm sure. I, I haven't seen him work that much. He's got a great look to him, though. He looks really big and intimidating. It's just they don't give you a reason before this. They're, they were losers. That's why Ali hit, kicked them into the curb because they were losers. Now, if MVP so says if they Ali need, Ali doesn't want them. Why would Bobby Lashley want them? Yeah, and maybe, maybe MVP is like, I'm the one that can lead you to the promised land, and they can, they got to explain that though. They got to say they need some guidance because the last we saw, it didn't work. Gutia twenty five says Drew versus Bobby again should have been Orton. Uh, I don't know. I don't think Orton's enough of a baby face to go against Lashley right now. I actually thought that it was the right call to have Drew. I mean, given that I didn't like the distraction at WrestleMania, I did not like that. But I think at the end of the day, out of the options, Drew was the right option. Fellas, we are heading down the home stretch. We have uh, a few super chats left. Get them in if you want them. Leave a thumbs up. Please do. And don't forget, Tuesday night, post-NXT show with Alex Palowski. Wednesday, post-AEW show, myself and Robert DeFelice. Thursday, we do a Twitch watch-along of Impact. And Friday, the post-Smackdown show. But that's in addition to Fightful Select. We have an MMA show over there, backstage report with exclusive news from WrestleMania, the Q&A show, two Alex Sour Grapp shows. The list goes on, as well as uh, the, the Weekender. My God, I almost forgot we have so many. Steven Jensen did 90 minutes of all the indie coverage of WrestleMania weekend. And on top of that, myself and Jimmy Van wrapping up this wrestling week on Wednesday uh, for the List and Your Boy, our weekly news show. Ken Shearer says, My mother is Puerto Rican and wanted to see Bad Bunny at Mania. She absolutely loved Priest, and now I now I hope she doesn't keep want to keep watching. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. I I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I can't think of anything dragging in people to take interest. I asked my grandma, actually, when I was watching NXT, if she'd want to watch some wrestling. She said no. <laughs> Crimson says, working on this pe- for stuff for Peacock opened my eyes. Good WWE moments are few and far between. That's why I stopped watching and my depression went away. Well, I mean, it doesn't depress me. I love. I would rather do nothing than talk about even shitty wrestling to you guys. Uh, it's my favorite thing to do. But they're very good at highlighting their good moments and making you think that those happen a lot, but they don't. Uh, David says, we could have a cool U.S. title picture with Seamus, Priest, Riddle, and Dijak, but no. That's, that's the truth. They've got all this great mid and undercard talent, and what they do instead is just beat people to death. Exhibit A, Matt Riddle, today. That's Nathan, just day. Yeah, Nathan Manley says they opened the forbidden door for one day to get some buzz, then put this display on. This fizzled worse than the exploding ring in AEW. I wouldn't say that bad, but the way that they... <laughs> I, I didn't pay like 70-something yeah. dollars for Raw today. Not only that, you paid that much for a contest for somebody else to watch it, too. <laughs> yeah, seriously, that too. <laughs> Mark says, can Cedric and Benjamin join Retribution? Why would they want to? Why would they want to? And Rob Reed says, of all the wrestlers that Vince has made use one name, how is Dijak not the one name being used? I've asked that. Like, his name was Donovan Dijak outside of WWE. And then they're like, Dominic Dijakovic. Then they were like, T-Bar. No, just call him Dijak. All capital letters, Denise. It makes too much sense. I have no comments. I'm, I'm exhausted. There's I'm legitimately exhausted. more further questions on. So we our last Super Chat, Colt Bedeau says, when was the last good Raw when Heyman was in control? I'm sure there's been a good win since then, but consistently, I think it's been over a year probably since we've had consistently good Raws. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I, I remember like maybe one or two where we came on here and we're like, this is a good show. Yeah. Some, some of the mania build was good with Orton and Edge and Drew McIntyre last yeah. year. Yeah, I think during that period we had some good ones. Norm says, I prefer pro wrestling to sports entertainment. Going to spend Mondays with AEW Elevation and you beautiful people. Last three weeks have been raffle. Well, that's what we're here to do. That's what we're here to do. We're here to talk about wrestling. And Evan Wright wraps us up and says, Omega, Takashita, Nakazawa versus Saito Brothers and Danny Limelight next Monday. More excited for that than anything possible on Raw. Well, you know what? If some of you are saying, who's Danny Limelight? Myself and Denise both have interviews up with him. So um, I had him first. <clears throat> um, he likes me more. <clears throat> I doubt it. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. <laughs> Guys, thank you all so much. This has been a very, very busy week. I please want you guys to tune in tomorrow night and check out Alex's post show. Show that guy some support. Send that guy some super chats. I said to him and I said to Denise about the upcoming impact shows. If they make one cent, I'm so happy for it because we aren't doing those shows already. We, we just, they're they're brand new shows. Denise is going to be hosting impact uh, post show specials. Uh, Not just the big four. I'll be on those as well, but the monthly specials as well. Sean is in interviews with Omega too. Yeah, I do. Uh, well, you got to get a couple of shots in, Sean. But have you seen my long list of interviews? Yeah, it's pretty easy when WWPR hits you up and like Here because you they like B- me. Sean. By the way, by the way, got something to tell you off the air about that. Oh, Warrior <laughs> Clan says, did you guys see uh, that WWE made Jimmy Lloyd that, put on our business? So funny. It is so funny. Did they not give him his shirt back, by the way? I don't I know. He, I don't think he got his shirt back. I think G- I think he had to wrestle with the her business shirt. 
Jimmy Lloyd Hurt Business memes are like the best right now. Denise, tell the people where they can find you and what you're doing. All right. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. That is the place to go. Seriously, I do like a lot of random stuff on there. So seriously, go check that out. Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. I am trying to get to 20K Twitter followers by the time it's my birthday. I need 1,800, I think. And I have 30 something days to do it in. So if you haven't followed me, go ahead and give me a follow. I'm super active on there. I have a million shows a week and I will be tweeting those out each and every single day. So if there's wrestling on you can bet I'm doing a show someplace. So definitely go to my Twitter and that is where you'll get all of that information. I feel like I have a million more things to say, but that's about it for right yeah. now. So now I'll be here for 20 minutes. Somebody says I need to interview uh, Adam Page. How about this? Fightful has interviewed him four times. Uh, I've interviewed him. Jeremy's interviewed him. Stephen Muehlhausen interviewed him. And I did a making a finisher with Adam Hangman Page. It was not the Buckshot Lariat. It was uh, the Dead Eye. So make sure you guys look that up. There's a lot of like hidden gems in the the making of finishers. A lot of you guys probably don't know about. So check those out, guys. Thank you all so much. I will see you again on Wednesday. We are out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.